Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the Amazon FBA and e-commerce podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to improve your Amazon listing with Shopper Insights. We're also going to be discussing why sellers fail. Uh, we're going to give a walkthrough of an innovative customer-led growth strategy and the top three tests that you can do to implement uh, right away. Anyways, Welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the Amazon FBA and e-commerce podcast. Okay, we're giving this a shot. Uh, I've been away for a little while and I just wanted to see if I could uh, come on live. We did a bunch of pre-records with a bunch of really great uh, uh, experts. Uh, but I did want to come on live and see, uh, I'm still in Toronto. I just got back from Australia, but um, I'm at a, an event, a really great event in downtown Toronto today. But fingers crossed, we can get through this without any glitches. All right. So today, like I said, we're going to be talking about how to improve your Amazon listing with Shopper Insights. Our guests grew their business, uh, Amazon businesses, primarily through customer-led feedback. And they were just tired of hearing how much sellers were struggling with short-term uh, short tactics. And they had a vision to help Amazon sellers build their brands. They co-founded Product Pinion, a platform for real-time Amazon customer feedback, so you could build a brand right away. My guests are first time on the podcast, Matt, uh, Matt Costin and Andre Sadlik. Okay, but first, before we get to Matt and Andre, we're going to have a word from our sponsor. If you're selling on Amazon in 2022, you know how important it is to stand out from your competition. Let Hona Worldwide lend a helping hand with your product innovation to outcompete your competition online. That's right, sit back, relax, and enjoy the success of your newly innovative product while Hono handles all the work. Visit honoworldwide.com for more information. That's honu, H-O-N-U, worldwide.com, or email savings at honuworldwide.com. All right, where's the boy blunder? Hello, hello. Good to see you. Good to finally have a live episode again. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully uh, the listeners realize it's live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're back in action. Uh, we were away last week for Australia, um, but we're back with our live episode. So I think today is going to be a great episode to get it off, uh, uh, to get off the streak of pre-records. So anyways, uh, to get started, make sure you smash those like buttons, give us a thumbs up, uh, and we'll get this thing going. Um, don't forget to join our Facebook group, Lunch with Norm, Amazon FBA, and e-commerce collective. That's where all the fun stuff happens. That's where you can ask your questions to Norm, um, talk about the things happening in the Amazon industry and the world. And uh yeah, it's just a cool place to network and get to know the community. Um, also, we've got a couple really big things happening in our Facebook group. One thing in particular, Kevin King is giving out a free ticket to BDSS happening in August. And that's uh, a VIP. Free yeah, ticket. VIP ticket. So that's all the events, all the activities. Um, if you're interested, if you want to, if you're available to go to Austin 
in August 14th to 18th. I'm going to be dropping a link in the comments section. Um, sign up, basically just your email, phone number, just so we can contact you and we're going to be picking. Now it's already filling up with entries, so um, best of luck to you guys, but uh, we're going to be announcing. When do you think we should announce the winner? Uh, uh, probably the sooner the better. Yeah, maybe Friday because um, it is a $6,500 ticket. There's yep. no strings attached. The only thing is uh, a sponsor, one of Kevin's sponsors. Um, they're doing a scholarship. So it's a 100 I have to pay. So th th this, is, this is great for anybody who's going to be in the Austin area during that BDSS. Um, it's a free, no holds barred. There's no strings attached. Um, it's a free ticket. And uh, I, I don't know about you, but uh, Kelsey, you should be trying to join this too. But um, I you know I'm not even going. Like uh, I would be dying for this ticket. So um, yeah, enter uh, again. I'm going to be dropping the link uh, during the episode, and I want to give a shout out to uh, Pedros and Ibrahim and Coolhand99. Good to see you guys. And uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, so let us know if you're excited about that. Also, we have a webinar happening um, in August as well. Um, about how to do a pre-sale and without spending any money on inventory. So that's going to be another link that I'm going to be posting, but we're, we'll talk about that later on this week. And uh, yeah, um, I think that's it for me. Okay. Very good. All right. So this is uh, our first live. I might be a little rusty at this. I haven't, you know, Alaska three or four weeks ago, came back for three days and then off to Australia, but um, uh, let's get to it. So if you do have any questions or uh, uh, comments, just throw them over in the comment section and we'll get to the podcast now. So sit back, relax. I don't have a cup of coffee and see what happens when my wife's not around. She usually brings me my coffee. Isn't that nice? But anyway, sit back, relax and grab that cup of coffee if you have one and let's bring on the guests. Hey, Matt. Hey, Andre. How are you? Good, hey, good. doing amazing. Nice to be here. Uh, How are you? Great. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. You sound good. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I was a little worried about that. I, I went off the hotel Wi-Fi, and uh, when we first got on, I could not yeah. hear anything you guys were saying. So anyways, I got it switched over to my phone. Hopefully, that'll last for the rest of the, the podcast. So how are things going with you guys? Everything going cool? Uh, we didn't really get a chance to talk at all because I hung coming on to the podcast. But how's it going over in your world? It's going well. Yeah, I can't, can't complain. Uh, we'll actually, we're actually based um, on opposite sides of, of Canada here. So I'm near yeah. Toronto. Andre's in Vancouver, Vancouver. But I'm actually flying over there in a, in, is it tomorrow. And we'll be ah. able to, uh, to meet up. So Matt, where are you? I'm in, I'm in, I'm near Toronto. So actually in, uh, in Newmarket, but I'm actually moving next week. So that's why I have like all this uh, lovely stuff in the background there. Yeah. Uh, heading a little bit further North. I'll be, I'll, I'll pretty soon be your, be your neighbor, I guess, but keep going further North. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, okay. Very good. I'm up in Innisville. We'll have to talk after, after the podcast. Right okay, so you know what? We contacted each other. We talked to each other. Oh, I don't know if it was a year, year and a half ago when you uh, came out with your uh, with your system. And the first thing I, I asked you was, this sounds a lot like PickFu. 
And I want to get into your app because it is it is different. And we'll talk about that more towards the end. But really, let's let's talk about Amazon sellers right now. And what are some of the things that Amazon sellers that are are, are doing to fail? Um, you know, even before they get out of the gates. Yeah, good question. I'd start with the general approach. I say uh, a lot of sellers still expect things to be easy the way it was five, 10 years ago. And they just find a product, they list it on Amazon and they expect sales to just come in. Uh, quickly, they figure out that uh, there's a lot of competition and uh, you need to be different in a good way. But what really matters is a big question for most because they want to rush through, they want to launch, they want to make money without considering what customers really need. And that's uh, the struggle we see all the time. And that's the reason we started the software because for me and for Matt, um, we were successful on Amazon only because we were laser focused on what our customer needs are. And just to add to that too, I mean, the biggest issue that people have, sometimes they don't even know they have it, but when you're knee deep, um, you know, going into a product and say, for example, you're at the second stage of, I mean, just slapping on a product that exists and slapping on a logo just doesn't work anymore. Like the competition is ridiculous. The next stage is, okay, I'm going to differentiate it a little bit. But then it's how do you know the differentiation is actually what people want and something that they actually they, they, they're gonna they're gonna buy and when you're knee deep in your product development uh, cycle you have the curse of knowledge you, it's your baby you you know too much that it's hard to think critically it's hard to think from from the outside so i'd say one of the biggest issues that um yeah that sellers aren't doing as much as they should be doing is just talking to people asking people you know, hey, what do you think? Um, you know, and not just necessarily friends and family because they they love you too much. They're going to tell you, hey, yeah, it looks amazing. That's going to be great. Go for it. Launch it. But you really do want that constructive criticism from people that you know they're happy to tell you what's wrong. Okay, yeah. very good. Well, Andre, did you have something else to add? Yeah, I would like to say that relationships beat algorithms, just like George Bryant likes to say. Uh, and the first step in building that relationship on Amazon is by speaking native language of your ideal customer. And it, it comes in many ways. Uh, so it's images, because obviously we consume by our eyes when we shop online, uh, titles. Uh, so it's not only keywords and the description that people read, but approaching problem solutions the way your customer would like to approach it. So if you talk about, say, your product being vegan, even though it's not a food, but yep. it's, say, vegan leather, you know your customers prefer that, you can put it in your title, even if traffic for that keyword wouldn't be uh, considerable, but you put it because you know it's going to increase conversion. So stuff like that, you can't really analyze beforehand uh, without talking to your ideal customers, and our platform allows you to do exactly that. Okay, you know, one of the things that I always find, uh, one of the things is I'm not always right. Uh, I look at images or I look at uh, uh, titles, you know, although I like to think I'm always right, many times, I don't want to know, I want, don't want to say most of the time, but many, many, many times, I'm absolutely wrong with the either the, the image that I think, oh man, this is going to be a killer image or a great title. Uh, I'm proven that, you know, I'm wrong. And right. if I just change that image up slightly or show the packaging or not show the packaging or have a different angle of it, that it'll convert a lot better. 
But the only way that I would know is getting other eyes on the prize, right? Because if I if I would have just launched and said, oh, I mean, this is like product inspections. It's just an insurance policy. It's so easy to do. It's so cost effective, yet not a lot of people are doing it. Would you agree? It's the yeah. secret sauce. Like, so for example, like even before product opinion, I was actually using just user testing software and showing people, hey, this is my Amazon listing. What do you think? And one person that saw it actually gave me an idea for a patent. It was like, a, I never thought of it, right? I was, I have a, I'm selling a very generic commodity product. It was doing okay, but I got an idea just from someone else looking at it with a fresh set of eyes. So I, I'd say, yeah, more, and, and nobody's doing it. Nobody's talking about user testing. Nobody's talking about, you know, how to do that, that product research, which the big Fortune 500 companies, I mean, that's what they do. They spend billions of dollars on focus groups and figuring out, you know, what products will resonate best. You yeah, know, exactly. I, I, I'm at this um, this event in Toronto uh, this weekend or th this week, and so far, every speaker, every single speaker that's been up there, regardless if it's your product, your images, your titles, um, regardless of the platform, uh, if it's a social media platform and it's ads, the secret word that I'm hearing all day long, I must have heard it 20 times yesterday, split test, split test, split test. And you, you know, if you're not doing it, and that's actually a question to the listeners, um, are you doing product testing do, or split testing? Are you going and getting another opinion? I'm just kind of curious uh, on the answers. If you are, let us know. If you aren't, uh, why not? Anyways, I, you know, it's so interesting to hear that split testing is a very simple thing to do. And not only is it simple, the results can be huge, right? Yeah. A few extra percentage points in conversion over time, it compounds. So the more sessions you have, it just can grow exponentially from some very simple, uh, very simple testing. Absolutely. Yeah, if you got a million dollar account and you move up one percent oh. just because of an image, that's not bad. I'll, I'll spend a couple of bucks on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all day long. Hey, I yeah, don't mind like, eating steak. <laughs> right, just like you were saying, Norm. Uh, over the years, I learned that I just don't shouldn't trust myself in all these yeah. visual decision making. And the the way I came to it, similarly to Matt, he was from the Kickstarter background, right? For me, it was building my Facebook community. Uh, for my brand that I recently sold. And with that Facebook community, I was able to ask them, hey, do you prefer this image or do you like this better? Do you like this design? And like I was designing maps at some point with my audience. And I, I simply went with what majority was telling me to do. And at some point I was like, I disagree with you, but let, let's experiment. I'll do this and I'll see how it sells. I launched this new product, no reviews. It all sells everybody else in the space. I'm like, okay. I just shouldn't listen to myself anymore. I just go with the audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I had the same experience. Like when I was for certain products, like I'll actually put them on Kickstarter before Amazon and Kickstarter is just that you have a ton of passionate people that are happy to give you that criticism. And you know, what I initially thought I would actually produce was very different from the time I actually started producing it based on the input of the uh, of the people that gave me money right because i figure hey if they're paying me for this sure i better better listen to them 
And I had a successful Kickstarter, did um, almost seven figures in 30 days, all based on um, what people were, were, were telling me to, uh, to do. Wow. So I'm sitting here and I haven't seen a comment yet. And I'm sure Christine or Micro, Pedro, any of our listeners, I'm, I'm going to bug you until I hear if you've been split testing or not. <laughs> I'm sure Christine has. But anyways, just let us know. All right. The other thing I'm, I'm really curious about, too, uh, we haven't talked a lot about is, uh, you know, customer-led uh, growth strategies. So what is it? How do you implement it? Yeah. So basically, the strategy is, you know, systematically using uh, shopper insights to make those high-impact decisions uh, to optimize the whole journey. So it's really having your customer at the forefront of the decision making because at the end of the day, you know they're the ones that are going to guide you into more sales, into better conversions, because um, you're targeting people like them and and others that, uh, that that are like like them. So basically, it's you know breaking down at, when you have to make a decision, um, you know how how can you get people's opinions, how can you get customers' opinions, and use those to actually base them on uh on the critical decisions that you're making because there's a lot you know, in an amazon business there's a lot of decisions to be made right and having that as a background is going to steer you in the right direction and something else i want to uh, mention too is the one of the other reasons why sellers fail is they just don't make decisions they get caught up in that analysis paralysis like hey do i do the blue one do i do the the orange like what you know the the Sellers that succeed and, and grow the fastest are ones that are making decisions. And it, even if it's the wrong decision, at least if you have a customer-led growth strategy, it's more likely that you'll be successful. And on top of that, just the, the, the frequency that you make the decisions um, you know, propels the business forward. That, that's what gets it moving. It's better than just not doing anything. Have you guys had any uh, interesting experience either with you know, customers uh, that are using your app or just stuff that you've done yourself uh, that have, have just been like eye-opening, like uh, an aha moment. Totally. So one, yeah, Andrew was mentioning it earlier, um, but just to illustrate it a little bit more. So everyone does keyword research. There's tons of keyword research tools. One of the things that our app lets you do is actually watch people shop. So you can see them looking at an Amazon search result you can see which one they're clicking, and out loud, they're explaining their thoughts of why they're doing what they're doing. So it's a video recording. It's a video recording of them actually looking at Amazon. So what was super cool, and this completely blew my mind, because um, there's a specific product. There was like an eyelash cleanser, and there's tons of competition for it. And there was one particular listing that mentioned that the product was vegan and animal cruelty free. Multiple people were clicking on that listing for the eyelash cleanser just because it had vegan and cruelty-free in the title. Here's the thing. You would never find in any keyword research um, uh, app vegan and cruelty-free being a high you know, search keyword. No, nobody would actually, you know, that's not a common thing. However, people, I think it was like 30, 40% of people were clicking on the listing just because it had those keywords in there. And they would say out loud, they're like, oh, yeah, I want to click that one because it's, you know, vegan and cruelty free. And it's like, well, it's an eyelash cleanser. Like everything's vegan. Everything's, I mean, hopefully they're all, they're all cruelty free. So that's an insight you get, not from doing necessarily just keyword research, but from actually watching people 
shop. So it's really cool the stuff that comes out when you're doing user testing. So yeah. let's talk about that for just a second because uh, you know there I, I've used a lot of uh, different apps uh, to get these types of results. You have it, so let's go through it. It's a video, so people are going to uh, take a look at your product. And they're going to record the video as they're going through? Yeah. So the way it works, so behind the scenes, you, you do a setup, right? Yep. So you basically ask people uh, up to three questions. Uh, they're instructed to do at least a, you know, a three to five minute video answering those questions. You can ask them any questions you like. You can point them to their product, a competitor's product. My favorite is pointing them to a, a search result page. And then the questions can be like, going through the search result page, which listing would you click and why? And then, or for example, if you're looking at your own brand or, or competitors, you can ask, do you trust this brand? Why or why not? And the insights that come out from that are, are like mind blowing, right? Like, oh no, I don't trust it because the label has this or that. You know, you'll get these, these nuances that you don't necessarily think about. Um, and then, so the end result, so a customer of, our, a customer of ours will get these videos, user testing videos of, yeah, customers going through whatever parameters that they, that they set. That's the end result that they get. They watch them over, they take the insights down, you implement the changes, and then you're off to the races. Yeah, yeah you know, that's... all these opinions, they are subjective, right? So we yeah. want to find commonalities, what most people or a lot of people comment on, because that probably matters. And in my case, it's always been something I would never think of. So it's definitely super valuable. But I, I love the idea of not just seeing, uh, oh, you know, it's a 50% people like this, 23% of the people like this, the rest like this image. It's, it's actual insight like through a video yeah. and it's people explaining why because just hitting a checkbox a lot of the time just doesn't do it for me um it's great you know you you get that information but this this is next level it, it's actually telling you hey this sucks this doesn't and this is why it's basically you, it's the qualitative aspect of of understanding your listing so quantitative is split testing here we're giving both. So we have the split testing, but we're also allowing you to do the qualitative. And here's another secret. It's also interesting to figure out what's worth split testing through the qualitative. So when you ask people, you know, hey, what's wrong with the hero or main image, they give you some ideas, then all of a sudden you're getting ideas that are actually worth split testing versus just split testing, you know, random idea one versus random idea two. Now at least you're getting some qualitative feedback to back up what you should be testing in the first place. Yeah. So okay. in other words, that's the sequence we recommend. Do the qualitative split testing by watching people shop and give you that real unfiltered feedback. And then you want to look at the data behind those ideas. You split test, you know what to split test now because you see people comment on it. And you can ask people specifically, you prefer A or B or C and why? And then they tell you. And then you see the like the, the pie chart of people voting for different options and seeing their comments. Maybe you'll find some other insights that way. Uh, but you were asking Norm earlier what uh, we found out during this work. And for me, it's contextual matters. So showing just an image on a white background, uh, the way the other companies usually do, 
uh, doesn't make it. And the reason it doesn't, people don't understand what it's for, where is it, who's looking at this, why am I looking at this? But what we do with split testing, so this is the second stage, when you know what you want to get uh, some data on, uh, we show, like there's an option for you to show your hero image uh, in the simulation of Amazon search results. So it simulates search results. You can use ASINs of your competitors if you want to split test your hero image against them. Say you pick the best sellers, you pick the, the product that doesn't exist on Amazon because you're about to launch it. And you can have people look at search results on Amazon with your product in it, with title in there, with number of reviews, and you pick those number of reviews, ranking, everything, um, and price point. And you can play with price point. So basically, there's so many things you can split test on the search result page without putting it there yet. So it's one, once you launch, you basically know there's very high likelihood it's going to work because my ideal customer that I pre-selected from the demographics told me that I'm going to click on your product instead of anybody else. So, so in a nutshell, like basically we have a feature where we can actually create a page that looks like Amazon. It's mm -hmm. not Amazon, but it mm -hmm. looks like Amazon just so that when people are actually doing the split testing, it's in context. We're not just testing yeah. in, a, in a silo. You can still do that. There's still you know times exactly. and places where it makes sense to do that, but you can actually split test what looks like inside an Amazon search result page, which is pretty, pretty so cool. So they're in the mindset of shopping. Yeah, you know, you said earlier on that, you know, this this is the secret sauce. And what you're talking about here is absolutely the secret sauce. If you can go and you can launch and you have these insights. But, you know, I already know that one of the questions um, or some of the thoughts are, I can't afford it, even without knowing the price. Uh, there's a time to spend money. There's a time not to spend money. Product images are definitely, you know, so I always talk about, that's where you want to spend money, a good product photographer. Um, something like this uh, with inspections. I mean, these are things I, I wouldn't send a product over to Amazon without a proper inspection done before it left. But something like this, what kind of dollars are you looking for? So if somebody, I just saw Christine put, uh, what's the number of people that you would recommend for split testing? Well, your business model is based on, it's going to cost depending on how many people you want to survey. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. So we do things a little bit, uh, a little bit different. Um, so, and just for, for context as well, like yep. um, uh, if you want user testing videos, traditionally are, are fairly expensive. You can look to pay, you know, $50. I, I was using a service called usertesting.com. They're probably the biggest and most popular, uh, but they're more enterprise level and they can charge big, big fees. So they charge about $50. Uh, per user testing session uh, with us because we've been able to do certain things on the back end, like time box it, make it under five minutes. You're looking at about five bucks uh, a session for that video side of things. In terms of the polls, um, the easiest way to think of it is it's about a dollar per response. We do it via subscription. So if you're a brand, you pay a hundred bucks a month. That includes a hundred uh, votes. You can break up those votes as the way you see fit. So say if you do two tests that are um, you know, 50 each, that's you can do that. And we also include for the $100, five of those user testing videos that I spoke about. So um, all of that's in for the $100 a month. And if you need more, you can always add more. And the credits always roll over. So if you're doing a launch or, you know, we, we recommend ask. you. 
Yeah, you, you should. I mean, you should be testing every week because there's so many different things you could be testing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you're not testing as much one particular month, it rolls over. They never expire, so you can you right. can use them anytime. So you know, I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Uh, I yeah. didn't know when we would be talking about the app. I thought it would be more towards the end. But um, you are going to give the lunch with Norm. Uh, ah, my phone. <laughs> How do I stop that? Well, I could also mention too, like, um, yeah, just before we dive into the app stuff, uh, another, um, you just clicked something right, in my just mind. One sec. No problem. <laughs> We're live, guys. Norm must be ordering something. It's the room service. Is it lunchtime? <laughs> I think it's lunchtime, or maybe that coffee. <sighs> my wife bringing me coffee. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Came all the way to Toronto to do that for me. Or it's Kelsey, you know, begging to come in the hotel room. <laughs> that's real okay. Nice. So, anyways, I got to tell you, that threw me off. Uh, no do we have a discount for the uh, for the listeners? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. So we'll we'll have a um, we'll have a special promotion. We can we can bring it up uh, towards the end. Okay. The, yeah. So basically, um, everyone can do a free trial. So we don't yep. charge anything for the trial. You do have to put your credit card in though. But if you cancel, we don't charge you anything. And uh, for everyone that does the free trial, we'll actually do a, um, a draw where basically we'll actually implement some of the uh, ideas, some of the best, um, best things that we've learned over the years of doing like literally thousands of these video user tests, thousands of split tests. We'll actually do the creative for you and we can pretty much guarantee that we'll be able to increase your conversion rate. So for one lucky listener, you're gonna get more sales on your, on your Amazon uh, listing. Guaranteed. Oh, <laughs> Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Okay. So I'm going to, oh, go ahead. If you, Matt, if I was, you got something. Yeah, I was going to say too. So when we were talking about mind blowing stuff, yeah, I, I just thought of another stuff that blew my mind. Uh, so something that a lot of Amazon sellers do, and uh, it's common, like I'm, I'm guilty of this too, is on their listing, um, they want to list every single feature they can think of. Everything. <laughs> and uh, there's a couple issues with it, right? So number one, what we found through these user tests is if there's a feature that's even slightly confusing, people bounce. They don't care. Like even right. if it's a great feature, they're gone. So best example I can give you is uh, someone has a, an amazing shower cap. She has a patent for it and it's reversible. And she just mentioned on it that, oh, it's reversible and that sort of thing. But through the user testing videos, we found that people were confused. Why would you want a reversible shower cap? <laughs> And if you think about it, like why, like, yeah. you know, I'm looking at it and it's not just because maybe us guys, maybe we don't use shower caps. Women were doing these videos. They're like, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. And uh, the reason just FYI is because there's also leave-in treatments you might want to do to keep the moisture in so that, that you're right. But it wasn't explained. And she was actually losing people because they're like, I don't get this. She fixed that infographic explained it in much better, like uh, it said something like, you know, reversible for leave-in treatments, people got it, and she saw an immediately increase to her, her conversions. So big tip, big takeaway, don't overdo it with your features, make it very, um, you know, make it very clear on what the features are. And if you have a lot of features, this, I can almost guarantee will increase your conversion rates, list your features out by number. So what you want to do is, um, you know, why is this product the best is your, is your title. Number them one through five, one through six. 
And what ends up happening is people, like traditionally people make infographics and they'll have like little words kind of pop all over the place. Yeah. But people's brains, they don't read like that. They want to read in a sequence. They want to read in an order. So if you actually order it, like, you know, make it a list, number it one through six. Once people start on, I mean, everyone knows to start at number one. It's a natural human psychology thing. They'll feel propelled to actually read all of the numbers and all of yeah. the points. Very simple tip, but dramatic results. That's like my number one uh, optimization tip that I recommend everyone to do because I haven't found a case where it doesn't win and it doesn't increase conversion rates. So that's a big tip that hopefully yeah. the listeners will take away and actually implement because if you're not doing that, honestly, you're leaving money on the table. Yeah, I guess we're getting satisfaction from completing tasks as humans and that's why it works. And uh, I think another example we had about the reversible shower cap, uh, I learned that myself on my own listings. When people are confused, they bounce. And you don't know why the sessions aren't uh, converting, right? Uh, but when you do some of the tasks to see people being confused in video, you're like, ah, that's why they just go to my competitors, right? <laughs> yeah, or, or stating the obvious, like a foldable blanket. You know, yeah. I, I find that... Great. And, you know, it'd be interesting to, to test that is to see if you're stating the obvious, you know, the old Travelocity thing, Captain <laughs> Obvious, you know, yeah. aren't all blankets foldable? I mean, that's just stupid. Um, exactly. Anyways, I, I, it's just going along the, the thought that you were talking about going down in, in order, but also just stating something that's the off, too obvious. Um, all right. Uh, there's a couple of things I, I want to talk about. Uh, we got a, a bunch of things to talk about leading into our, our next sponsorship uh, um, read. And that is uh, we've got that incredibly huge giveaway for Kevin King's VIP ticket to BDSS. So if you're a listener and this is a no strings, you know, there he's just offering this uh, through a sponsorship from one of his sponsors, $6,500 VIP gets you everything, no strings attached. The only thing you have to pay for is getting yourself down there and the hotel room. So uh, if you're interested, I think Kelsey, we're going to have the draw on Friday, right? Yes, that's right. Uh, Friday is going to be the draw. Um, I have the link um, in an earlier comment, but I'm going to repost the link for anyone that's just joining now. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we're going to be okay. announcing it on Friday during the podcast. Okay, very good. And let's just go through the giveaway that you're talking about today. So we've got a really special giveaway from the guys. If you've been listening, uh, you're, you're going to hear how valuable this is. But uh, Matt, Andre, why don't you just take it from here and explain exactly what that giveaway is? Yeah. So what Go we'll ahead. be doing is, um, yeah, sign up for a free trial. doesn't cost you anything. And um, we'll take, uh, we'll do a random draw of all the free trials that, uh, that come in. We'll choose somebody and we'll work with you personally and implement. We'll actually do um, uh, the hero, like we'll rejig your hero image. We'll rejig, we'll do the sequence benefit test that we just mentioned earlier. And um, basically, we'll guarantee that you'll get a bigger conversion rate. Uh, we'll, we won't stop working until we get that bigger conversion okay. to make sure that you get more sales. So Actually, how do let's, we do this? Let's add I, another I just, condition. Let's add yeah, another okay. condition, guys. Uh, once you oh. sign up for the free trial, just comment under this live video, wherever you're watching, sign up. That way, we can also track your name, 
make sure that uh, everything's going well, follow up with you in the future. But at the same time, it's another checkpoint for you to make sure that uh, you let us know. Okay. So one of the things I couldn't do uh, because I couldn't connect prior to you guys coming on, um, maybe we'll change this around just slightly. How about we have anybody who's interested in this is going to go over and sign up, go hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Okay. Just hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Kelsey, what's the mystery word? Split test? Uh, yeah, we could do a hashtag split test to make it nice Hashtag split test. So hashtag Wheel of Kelsey with hashtag split test. And if you uh, tag two people, you get a second entry. And then we'll select whoever it is, and that'll be your winner today. The others can just go over, try it for the split test, and um, you guys can follow up with them to make sure that everything is going cool with their uh, campaigns during that split test. How does that sound? Perfect, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. All right, and now let's just run a uh, uh, our sponsorship. If you got your finger a on the- big thank you to our sponsor, Startup Club, the largest club on Clubhouse with over 790,000 members and growing. They're one of the world's largest communities supporting the startup ecosystem from founders to those wishing to work for a startup and everything in between. You can find them at www.startup.club for blogs, recordings, and a calendar of upcoming shows and on the Clubhouse app. Just search Startup Club for daily shows 24-7. You can also now listen to their show, the Serial Entrepreneur Club podcast on Apple and Spotify too. Stop by to connect, learn, and grow together. All right. Okay, so let's get back to it. If you do have any questions, we'll be answering them fairly soon. I got to check out of my hotel room. That's why they were calling to kick me <laughs> out. But uh, I got probably another 20 minutes, and then I got to get out of here. Um, uh, so let's see here. Any questions, throw them over in the comment section, and let's continue. So you mentioned the Kickstarter examples before the podcast. Uh, let's talk about that. Like, why... Um, or let's let's just talk about the Kickstarter examples that you were doing before the podcast, and let's just you know let's expand that a bit. Sure. Yeah. So um, in terms of products for an Amazon seller, I feel like you need to have a portfolio of different types of products, and um, I kind of consider them. Uh, there's vessel products, if you picture like a big ship, and tugboat yeah. products, which just kind of like help the ship around. So your tugboat products are kind of those that are. You know, you might customize slight things here or there, throw them up on Amazon. They do decent in sales, maybe 10,000 a month, you know, 50,000 a month, whatever it might be. But where the big money comes and the big difference comes is with your vessel big products. And those are the ones where you almost create it from scratch. You might be able to get a patent on it. You might be able to, um, you know, it, it's almost like a unique thing in a, in a, in a category where you can actually develop those and actually raise money for it if you need it is on Kickstarter. So Kickstarter basically allows you to, you know, hey, here's my idea. If you guys are interested in it, um, back me, and then you create that product with your, your people. Uh, and, it, and it can be very successful on Kickstarter because you're, you're raising and making money upfront. And then obviously after that, you can launch on, uh, launch on, on Amazon. 
So it kind of can go hand in hand, depending on the type of product development you want to do. But at the, at the same thought, you can also do the same kind of user feedback that you're getting from like a Kickstarter uh, using product pinion for, for getting that user feedback. So if you don't want to go to the Kickstarter side of things, uh, you don't have to, you can still get user feedback through, through product pinion, um, but you can still do it. You can still use, you can still use, and you can use both as, as well. Okay, great. Now I'm, I've got lots of things happening here. So sorry if I get distracted, I've got things going off in my computer saying I don't have a lot of uh, battery left. So I'm trying to struggle and get the cord plugged in. I'm just so not prepared today. Anyways, I, I thought up. I was, awesome I thought I see. was. But uh, anyways, it, it, we'll probably get into the questions very quickly. But what are the top three tests uh, that you guys would recommend? Yeah, so number one was, um, yeah, that sequence benefit test. I mean, yeah. it's almost guaranteed to win, but uh, do it and, and, uh, and see what the results will be. Um, another one that, uh, that I highly recommend is, um, it's a little controversial, but it seems yeah. to work. Um, basically, you want to take a, uh, a word that isn't common and put it as the first word in the title of your Amazon listing. So I know SEO, I know, you know the first words are worth the most and you want to optimize the crap out of your title. But when people are scrolling, everyone's title looks the same. Everyone mm -hmm. has all the main keywords in there. So what you want to do is come up with a word. And my example is indestructible. So if your product's super high quality, whatever it might be, and you can actually say indestructible, that's a word that people don't commonly use. And the idea, we call it like the speed bump title test, because the idea is you know, people are scrolling through, through a bunch of listings and you'll hit that word and it causes someone to pause and maybe take a second look at your particular listing. Mm -hmm. So something you want to, you know, you obviously want to test it. There's many different words that you can use, but you want to use something that's not as common that'll get people to stop and notice. But it's controversial yeah. because some people are like, Matt, I am not removing my keywords from the beginning of the uh, of the of the title. Absolutely forget it. But to me, it's worth worth testing. Yeah, another it, test. It's a split test. Sure. Exactly. You you can try and go back if it doesn't work for you. But another yeah. task that I've uh, tried a few times and it seems to be working all the time is uh, what do we call sound spot test. You want your product to stand out from the search results. Uh, say when you scroll through, um, let's use this example. When you scroll through gummies, you will probably see golly gummies. They're world famous and uh, them and some other ones who use the same tactic are like full bottle, plain, uh, one color. Uh, in their case, it's red for the best seller for the apple cider vinegar uh, gummy. And it stands out, st stands out big time. People click on it. And if you can apply that in your case and be like this solid color background, bold, like something that fills max of your uh, little frame in there, uh, in, in maximum solid color, you'll probably get more clicks just because we are naturally drawn to stop at something like that. And I know I, I can speak for your experience, Matt, uh, when he was working in retail, uh, he'd do those tests physically in retail stores too, bringing bottles of say beer or whatever it is, if it's solid color, people are naturally drawn to it. They kind of look at it, look at the price, they touch it. If it's just all over the place, it's messy, the packaging is not coherent, then we just scroll through it. Just yeah, right. look at for something that's understandable, simple enough, solid color, 
So definitely try that out with your hero image because that will probably increase your conversion as well. Basically, yeah, okay. solid color packaging always wins. And uh, you can even, if you, you know, sometimes you can't get the manufacturer to change the color of the cap, see if you're doing supplements or whatever it is. If you Photoshop the cap to be a different color on your listing, I mean, I don't think a customer is going to complain, hey, my cap turned out to be white yeah. instead of red or something like you that. You never right? know. You know, that's true. <laughs> I, that's actually, that's one thing I've learned in an Amazon business is people will complain never assume. about anything yeah. and everything. So maybe I'll take that back. But um, that's a good, yeah, very good. The sunspot, and we, we call it sunspot packaging because like looking at an aisle in a store or looking at Amazon search results, it's like looking into the sun, right? You're like, oh my God, there's so much to choose from. But if you look at a sun, if you look at the actual sun, there's these things called sunspots, which are like dark little sections of the sun that stand out. So the idea is your packaging, if it's a solid color, will will stand out in the sea of like <laughs> of all the results that uh, that are there. And this is true for retail as well, like Andrew was mentioning. Okay, so just because of time today, we're going to jump into the questions, uh, guys. Are you going to be able to join our group in case anybody has? Any other questions? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Perfect. Uh, I'm just looking at the time. So, Kels, let's start uh, going through the questions. Hopefully, we get to them all. Okay. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, the first couple um, are we asked our audience if they are split testing, and we did get some replies. So, yeah. Cindy was saying she has not started split testing. Um, we've got Marsha. Oh, is that Marsha? Hey. Yeah, uh, we split test everything. It is too expensive to bring a product to market unless we are sure we have niched it correctly. Oh, and uh, Marsha, good point. Just letting you know, there you go. Still using your product. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> and then Christine also said, uh, yes, we have with one product and only 20% uh, likes our product. So we plan to do more. I'm waiting for samples before sending out another round. Very um, good. So, yeah, that's great. Also, uh, let us know uh, if you aren't split testing. Why is that? Is it because it's you feel there's a learning curve? Is there something Cost. that you're? You know, is it too expensive for you? Let us know in the comment section why you aren't split testing. Um, but yeah, we have a couple of questions. Um, one from Christine: uh, How specific can the demographics be? Does it ask the user the aesthetic style they have? modern, traditional, boho, industrial? Yeah, it's a good, it's a good question. So um, the, the easy answer is like, we don't get that specific, but you probably don't want someone, like for example, if you're selling uh, boho, you know, products oh, or design, if you're only targeting those that like boho, then it's gonna be a very biased kind of opinion. So you can get specific on the demographics, like, you know, lifestyle, um, do you drink coffee, tea, that sort of stuff but not specifically the aesthetic style um, that they like. But sometimes you almost don't want that because you want kind of like a broader opinion because those looking on Amazon, you know, will have a, will have a different opinion too. So um, you can get specific, but not that specific is the, is the answer. Okay. Yeah, All it's right, pretty go. specific overall. It's pretty specific overall for lifestyle, for hobbies, for interests, um, what they drink, uh, whether they have kids, pretty what much if anyone uh i'm not if they too drink, sure if, matt if they drink like yeah, like what beards. type of beer oh beards beards <laughs> we'll, we'll add that one we'll add that okay one. all right <laughs> all right that's a good one <laughs> let me see the next question uh from cindy 
if you sign up, uh, is this for one product or can you do multiple it, products? It's unlimited. So the idea behind product opinion is it's like your database of, of products. So we have um, uh, agencies also using it where you just organize and categorize things by ASIN, by product title. So yeah, as many products as you like. Yeah, no limits there. Okay. It's a good question. Okay. And our last one, I think we touched on this uh, before, but I just want to make sure that we got it all covered uh, from Christine. What is the number of people you would recommend for split testing? Yeah, I'll take that one. Uh, we generally recommend like the more the merrier, right? Because you want statistical significance. Uh, so if you want to make a big decision, something extremely important, I'd go for at least 100 people. Uh, I personally would probably even go for 150, maybe 200 if it's something critical. Uh, but generally speaking, something simple, something, something easy, say it's a title or it's a, a small deviation of your pure image, 50 is usually enough. Because uh, what matters here is the demographics too. So if you select something very close to your ideal demographic, even 50 people will give you enough statistical significance. Uh, but obviously, the more people vote, the better. We know that with elections and all these stats that people collect, the more people you ask, the more precise the statistic will be. Yeah, and it's also how many options you're testing. So if it's just two options, 50 people is okay, 100 is better. But as soon as you you know, you know add more options, you can do up to like five. You definitely want you know, in the hundreds. Right. And, 50, and let's just say that's videos. You're, you, that's 250 bucks. Well, for videos, it would be, you'd probably, for a video test, it'd be a lot less, about, right? Yeah, you'd probably do about 10 for the video yeah. tests. Yeah. yeah. So for the poll, and you're doing 50, I don't know, even know if I would go with 50. I'd probably go with a higher number, and it's only a buck a poll. So um, I don't, and you guys are the experts, but video wise, 50 is a lot, like you said, 10 yeah. ish or so. That would get you, you know, some good insight. And, I don't know. I would probably go at least a hundred on the poll, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it, it, yeah. So again, it depends on how many options. So if it's two options, yeah. hundred is usually good, and how different the choices are. If they're very drastically different, you might be able to get away with fifty. But in any case, we'll actually tell you the statistical significance. So yeah, we'll tell you that, see. like, from ninety, like based on this result, ninety percent that this result is accurate and not due to chance. So if right. you even do 100, so if you have very similar options and you get, um, say, 50% statistical significance, it basically means that it's 50-50. We don't know which one's better because maybe the options are too close. So a little bit of massaging, but yeah, general rule of thumb, 100 for two choices is a good, good yeah, way. So go just like it. Matt was saying, to solve that issue, sometimes you're not sure you don't want to overspend, right? So if you've done the test, the software will tell you if it's statistically significant. So if you see five options, all of them got like 18, 17, 20%, no one's is a clear winner, there's an option for you to continue on to add more credits and figure out with more people. Okay, very good. All right, so let's get to our last sponsor and then the Wheel of Kelsey. Okay, just a second. Uh, and... Just hit, your job is to hit the button. Just, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's all it is. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro, the only complete A to Z done for you real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. My friends Sean Hart and Seth Stevens co-founded Post Purchase Pro after launching over a thousand successful private labeled products, growing 53 brands, and get this, exiting 17 businesses. 
Post-Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post-Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post-Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. Okay, so guys, you've never seen the Wheel of Kelsey. No. No, I don't think so. Okay, so let's get into it, Kels. All right, here we go. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. Right, so we have our Wheel of Kelsey today. Thank you, everyone who entered. Uh, if you're new to the show, we do this every single podcast. Um, so uh, if you aren't the winner today, you can come back on Friday and enter again. So here we go. Three, two, one. Now, if you are the winner, please email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com to enter. Oh, she's or, not uh, going to win again. Oh, my uh, gosh. Christine. <laughs> man oh man that's awesome congratulations, congratulations. all right and i want to mention that um as uh andre and matt were saying before you guys have a free uh option right it's a free trial for a month free trial so everyone can sign up uh, and that's listening today um yeah yeah free, free trial lets you do 20 um 20 votes and two videos like we discussed as well so you might as well give it uh give it a go Okay, well, congratulations, Christine. That $20 is really paying off. I, I don't know if you have to give Kelsey $20 each time you're winning, but uh, <laughs> man, oh man, you are cleaning up over the last couple months. Okay, like she so cracked guys, the system somehow. <laughs> she has cracked the system. But uh, really appreciate you guys coming on. Um, I'm gonna have to jump out of this room before they attack me. And um, I just, you know, if you do uh, have any questions for the guys, they are going to be joining our F, uh, our Facebook group. So uh, once again, thanks a lot for coming on. Yeah, well, we're happy to answer questions. And uh, like we met, we mentioned before, too, we're also Amazon sellers, so we're happy yeah. to you know help you as as much as we uh, we can. Yeah, feel free to reach out. How can people uh, contact you if uh, they want to reach out? Yeah, easiest is my email, just matt at productpinion.com. Or my email is andre at productpinion.com. But okay, I'm also great. on all the social media, so you can find me Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I got to skip. But anyways, thanks a lot, guys, for coming on. Thank you. And uh, hope everybody enjoyed the show today. Um, I, I'm going to get back to my regular booth uh, on Friday. And we're going to be doing the draw. So stay tuned on Friday. It's going to be exciting to see who's going to be coming to uh, Austin with us. But uh, Kelsey, do you have anything else to say? Yeah. So I also want to mention that I talked about it at the beginning of the podcast, but we do are, we are having a webinar uh, in August, August 18th with Vance Lee. It's going to be how to pre-sell 20 to, or uh, let me get this straight. It's a, it's a bit of a doozy of a title. How to sell 50 to $200,000 of pre-orders before spending $1 on inventory. Um, wow. So if you're interested, 
learning about that. This is a free webinar that's going to be in the group um, just for the Beard Nation. Uh, sign up here uh, with the link um, okay. and you'll get the emails. And uh, Hey, Kelsey, yeah. I, I got to run. They're knocking. So okay. uh, anyways, sorry, guys. I, <laughs> I'll close off the podcast. podcast. It's not pre-recorded. All right. I'll see everybody later. Uh, have a great day and we'll see you on Friday. All right. I'm going to close off the podcast here. So thank you, everyone. Um, so yeah, as with the webinar, make sure you sign up here uh, with the bit.ly link. I'm going to be posting it in the uh, Facebook group as well. Just give me one second. Anyways, uh, smash those like buttons if you enjoyed today's episode. Also, don't forget to email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com. If you have any questions, uh, topic suggestions, I'd love to get your feedback. Um, we're going to try and really amp up our Facebook group, our emails, give you guys as much content as possible. So we have some really big, exciting things happening. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode today. And um, as we always say, we appreciate you guys. We love the community. Make sure you join the Beard Nation, Facebook.com, uh, the Amazon FBA and e-commerce collective. But anyways, hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day and we'll talk to you later. Lunch with the, lunch with the, lunch with the.